Hey, it's Pat and Jeffy for Glenn and Stu today. We, on the podcast, we start off the show talking about the meeting between Joe Biden and Vlad Putin. Powerful. It's, oh, you're going to puff up with pride as an American when you see it and hear it. <laughs> also, a lobster diver was swallowed whole. Uh-huh. Wink, wink. By a humpback whale. Oh, he was. And we listened to his amazing interview describing the incident. Uh, finally, Governor Abbott signed a bill today to, uh, or recently, to con- to begin construction of the southern Texas border, which the left is going to go nuts over. We go over all this and more on today's podcast. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck Program. Biden-Putin summit yesterday. Uh, I love the treatment that CNN gave it on their... Uh, they've got this show called Reality Check. I don't know what the douche's name is. Who does it. <laughs> oh, he is don't either, agonizing. And, you know, what they reality checked every single day for four years I usually was watch Donald good Trump. shows and I don't remember watching Reality Check. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's at 7 o'clock every morning. They do a little reality check and it was usually to check on something that Trump said. So everybody was wondering, well, when Trump leaves, what are they going to talk about? Trump. Well, yeah, Trump. Trump. They're going to talk about Trump. They're still going to reality check Donald Trump. And Republicans. And today's thing was... Uh, were Republicans rooting for Vladimir Putin? No, Republicans weren't rooting for Vlad Putin. I, it's it's agonizing. What Republicans were concerned about is we have a president in serious cognitive decline, which CNN doesn't seem to even freaking notice. No, no, not at they all. They don't even notice. We just overlook that completely. Yeah, we're not going to pay attention to that. And it's... As clear as the nose on your face. It's as obvious as uh, any situation we've ever seen involving a president of the United States. The guy's in trouble. He just has been for quite some time. Yeah. I mean, it's really. He was in trouble during the campaign. Yeah. We warned about it all during the campaign. He was elected anyway. He got really lucky with uh, being able to be in the basement through most of the campaign because of the pandemic. Yeah, he had to stay in. A lot, I think. At least I thought it did. But now he's out and about, and it appears like, oh, well, that's just the way he is. Yeah. Joe being Joe. Well, and he's got a whole staff of people around him who try to save him every chance they get. Jill among them. Jill is always leading him around. definitely his handler. Yeah, trying to jump in there and save him. And and Kamala does the same thing. She serves the same purpose. And so yesterday, you had the two world leaders by themselves. So there's no saving him here. Uh, he's got to be able to compete with this vicious killer, as everybody calls him, because Putin is. Yeah. He, he's a vicious killer. He poisons his his uh, opponents, and he's done it on a fairly regular basis, and he doesn't mind doing it. <laughs> <laughs> and here are the two sitting down together and just getting settled in. This is kind of fun. Uh, Biden sitting there with his legs crossed like a proper lady. And, uh, like the and, proper lady he is. Uh-huh. And Putin just making himself comfortable with a little man spread. <laughs> Joe looking at the, looking at his notes. Looking at his notes. Looking at his notes. Putin had none. Important. And that doesn't mean we're rooting for Vladimir Putin. That just means, no. again, the president is not in the in the shape 
that he needs to be to right. t- to face this kind of challenge. He can't handle it. He can't. And they have been babbling about how racist America is and that uh, our biggest threat in this country that we face is white supremacy and that January 6th was the worst event in American history. It's akin to 9-11. It's, uh, it's, yeah. it's bigger than, than Pearl Harbor. It, it was a, a threat to democracy. All of that nonsense. I mean, we're, it's, it's, we're, it is 1-6 now. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, that's 1-6. Right. Okay. Which is more powerful, of course, than 9-11 because it was so much worse. <laughs> yes. So much worse. Yes. And they've been, they've been spreading that. For the whole time. Absolutely. So what do you think is going to happen? You think Putin's not going to take advantage of that? He did. He did take advantage of it. When he's asked about political violence in his country, he turned it around. You didn't answer my question, sir. If all of your political opponents are dead, in prison, poison, doesn't that not send a message that you do not want a fair political fight? <clears throat> Well, on the question of who is murdering whom, um, people rioted and went into the Congress in the U.S. with political demands. And many people were uh, declared as criminals and uh, they are uh, threatened with imprisonment from 20 to 25 years. (laughs) Okay. Sure. Hello. And these people were immediately arrested after those events. Uh, On on what grounds, we don't know, always. The states didn't actually inform us about that. One of the uh, participants uh, were just shot on the spot. And sadly, that's unarmed true. as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. Unarmed, shot on the spot. Right. Many countries are going through exactly what we're going through. Let me just repeat. We sympathize with what was happening in the States, but we do not wish uh, that to happen in Russia. Wow. Wow. So he just turn it right back Absolutely. around on us. I, I'm not going to answer any of your other questions about you know, right. the... You know, accidental poisoning. Yeah, the poisoning of my political opponents, which is not what was going on on January 6th. But uh, I'm going to use that anyway, because the Democrats use it all the time. So why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I? Uh, That's what they've created here. They've created a problem whereby America has no credibility in the world. On the world stage, they've removed the high ground from us by continually dragging us through the mud. Talking about what a what an awful, racist, xenophobic nation we are and how hateful white people are. And the white supremacist movement is completely out of control and our number one threat. It's pathetic what they've done. No. It's uh, it's it's almost treasonous. <laughs> it is. It's just almost treason. Uh, what they've done here, and you can see that they've given cannon fodder to all of our enemies. They've given cover to Vladimir Putin, and they set us up to take a fall in this summit. And uh, we did. And we and, and we, we did. did. Yeah, we and did. We, we, did. we, we left. Uh, uh, this president <laughs> left uh, the other world leaders. 
it pisses me off. I, I know. It's frustrating. So frustrating. Because, you know, it was always, at least, uh, if it wasn't, I mean, Donald Trump was, uh, you know, a standalone kind of guy where, I mean, he pushed his way to the front and I'm Donald Trump in America first and that's the way it goes. And yep. we that's the way it was. But even before Donald Trump, at least America still held your term, the high ground. Yeah. Still held the high ground. Yes. Uh, but we've, you know, we've, we've ceded that to we them absolutely now. We've have. ceded it. We, we've said to the Chinese, we're no better than you. We've said to the Russians, we're no better than you. We've said to our, uh, to our allies, well, they, we can't really hold the world stage. We can't do it anymore. And they're believing that, right? That started, oh, yeah. that started with, you know, with, well, Barack Obama for sure, right? Like doing his apology tour and saying that, uh, mm-hmm. you know, they, you are just as good as us and we're not better than you. And then they, now they believe it. America's exceptional, just like Iceland is exceptional. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you think the Icelanders don't think they're exceptional? Of course they do. Of course they do. Just, like like Canadians do. are exceptional and Zimbabweans are exceptional. <laughs> sure, we're exceptional just like that. In fact, Canada is so exceptional. You know what? Come up to the big table. They Exactly. You don't even have to sit we'll at the, put you at the table G7 table. <laughs> uh, so they've created this world. Yes, they have. And now we have to try to function in it and have to try to still lead with it. And I don't know how you I do that. I don't know how you do that. After you've beaten America down like this, after you have admitted that we're no better than anybody else, then how do you reclaim the high ground and tell China, hey, stop with the Uyghurs, okay? Right. Well, after you stop persecuting your black people, maybe we'll do that. After you stop uh, persecuting all of your minorities and bring equality to all your people, then maybe you can talk then, to us about then it. Then maybe. That's what we're getting now. That's what we're getting. Because they act as if and speak as if we're no better than anybody else. And so you created this world. Again, now we have to lay in it. <laughs> we just... We're just subject now to what the Democrats have done here. And it's really, it's a real problem. It's a real problem. And then on top of that, we have our president who is struggling. In cognitive decline. Yeah. I mean, it's it's mm-hmm. really noticeable. Really noticeable. Uh, and, and it's so noticeable after the last four years with Donald Trump, who commanded. Right. I mean, say what you will about him. Um, I know a lot of people don't like the way he acted. They didn't, they didn't like his style, but I'm sorry. He commanded respect from those guys. Yes. He really did. Uh, Emmanuel Macron was not browbeating Donald Trump. Not for one second. No. The way he did to, to Biden the other day, telling Biden what he was going to do in Europe, and Biden's just nodding his approval. Yeah, I need to do that. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Emmanuel, you're right. Right. Okay. Yeah. Anything else? Yeah. Okay. I'll do that too. Uh, it was ridiculous. Ridiculous. I know. So then he has another moment of uh, t- uh, telling people that he's going to take questions and he has to, for some reason, feels the need to tell everybody that he's been given a list that he's supposed to f- abide by. I think he feels, and I was, I was thinking about this because I, I don't understand that. Either I, I don't it doesn't it doesn't make sense to me why would why you have why to do you keep saying it say it yeah I just just do it do it right just call on the reporters that they've given you the list for uh, Bob Stevens from the Associated Press go ahead that's all you have Bob? to do here's what he did instead 
I'll take your questions, and as usual, folks, they gave me a list they. of the people I'm going to call on. Right. Uh-huh. So, uh, Jonathan, Associated Press. So, we'll so start with Jonathan. Somebody else is controlling him. Well, Bob, is, as always. First of all, Bob Stevenson is really pissed right now. Yeah, he it is. Because it wasn't Bob. <laughs> but and Bob's usually first. I, <laughs> so. I just feel like he thinks in his mind by doing that, it takes away the anger of the other person members of the press that aren't getting to ask him questions oh that could be yeah somebody else gave me this list this isn't my fault right i would you're call not being on you. called i on. would call on you maybe I, I feel like maybe that's in his head but it doesn't work it doesn't, it doesn't come work. across like that and then he usually apologizes for it and says he's going to get in trouble for but it see that's and, and then it looks even worse right because like i think we talked about it i don't know if it's your show or 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 this show but he feels like he that was funny when he was a senator mm-hmm. and he was surrounded by reporters and he had to get to a, a hearing he would say oh you guys are, i'm gonna get in trouble but okay well give me i'll, I'll talk mm-hmm. to you right now so it was like a, a standing little joke with him well he's the president of the united states now it's not funny you get to do, <laughs> no, it, you get to do no, it's not you get to do you're the president yeah uh you're not i'm sorry you get to do what you what you want to do and we had i mean donald trump did that right and i know we didn't like yes. donald trump especially with the press right I, I mean i know the press hated him but he stood in front of them every day answering questions walking out of the white house One after wherever another. they were you go and what do you got? loved it what do you got what do you got for me? who are you with yeah. what do you got for me what, what? <laughs> i mean every yeah, day every day this is the best of the Glenbeck program. Uh, this is a Virginia teenager that has gone viral because uh, she blasted the board of Virginia's Loudoun County Public Schools for allowing transgender students to use girls' locker rooms. And she's a little bit hacked off about it. And it's about time some of these girls are speaking out about this i don't know why this hasn't happened I, more I, I don't know i don't know and maybe it i has. guess maybe they've been beaten into submission yes. and they think oh i'm a terrible person if i speak out against yes them. no you should express your concerns why why are the only concerns for the t- transgender person here why the, yeah the parents should definitely be speaking up you're not protecting the girls in this school right at all you don't care about that well, we do care about them. No, you don't, because we do. They're uncomfortable with this. Now, you're telling me that transgenders are uncomfortable in the boys' locker room, even if they're biological right. boys. But you don't care about the girls' comfort if you move the boy into the girls' locker room. And remember, I guess probably, <clears throat> probably five years ago, but it doesn't feel that long ago. It was with the argument was, well, then we'll give you a separate. We have to build. We're going to have to build separate. Uh, you know, locker rooms for the trans athletes. Yeah. No. 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 That's not acceptable. We're not doing that. They're not comfortable with that. Why? Why? They're not comfortable with their own locker. I would have liked to. I would love to have my own <laughs> locker room. Are you kidding me? <laughs> really? I don't have to look at any of the other men in the in the place. <laughs> you were uncomfortable with that. I was uncomfortable. Really? With that. Yeah, I didn't like it. I didn't wow. like it. So, uh, but I had to deal with it. And I didn't tell anybody, you know what, I'm uncomfortable in the boys' locker room. I need to go in the girls' room. Well, I want to be clear that I did, (laughs) and that they didn't allow it. (laughs) I bet they did not. (laughs) So the district's new policy is, quote, students should be allowed to use the facility that corresponds to their gender identity. 
and not their biological sex. Okay, good. That's not good. However no. you feel. That's however you feel. According to uh, Fox News, the new policy follows policy 1040, which stated that the county was committed to providing an equitable, safe, and inclusive working environment, regardless of sexual orientation, gender identity, or other individual characteristics. Unless you're a girl, then we don't care. We don't yeah, care what you have to say. We don't care at all. We don't right? care. No, and they they would not move on this. So uh, this girl is standing before the, the board, the school board, and she said, two years ago, I was told policy 1040 was just an umbrella philosophy, and you weren't going to allow boys into the girls' locker rooms. But here you are, doing just that. Funny how that happens, isn't it? Isn't it? Everyone knows what a boy is, even you. It's awesome. Your proposed policies are dangerous and rooted in sexism. When woke kids ask me if I'm a lesbian or a trans boy because I cut my hair short, it should tell you these modern identities are superficial. Smart. That's really good. And so true. Yes. She finished up with, uh, now boys are reading erotica in the classroom next to girls. And then you want to give them access to the girls' locker rooms? And you want to force girls to call those boys she. You do this in the name of inclusivity while ignoring the girls who will pay the price. Your policies choose boys' wants over girls' needs. Is that not Amen. accurate? Is that not absolutely true? <clears throat> I I don't understand why that's okay. I don't either, and I and it's overwhelming. It feels like it's overwhelming, but I'm surprised. What happened to the feminists? Right. Where are the where are the, I don't know. Where are the feminists? Where are the women now? Where's the Ooh. National Organization for Women? Where are right. they? Right. Where are they? Are you supporting the trans people? The the actual biological man in this case? Uh, that's weird. I mean, they have. To. I, that's I weird. Bet you they are. I bet you they. Are. I'll bet they are too, because they're so radical, and yep. that is a really progressive and uh, woke thing to do. So, what do you want to bet they support the trans rights over women's rights? I'll bet they do, which is uh, stunning if it's true. But I mean, in every case, it's the girls who are who are being told, "Yeah, don't worry about it. Uh, you got to compete against these boys uh, who think they're girls." And uh, yeah, they're going to use your locker room too. By the way, and you're going to like your bathroom, it. And, and you're you, going to like it. If you complain about it, then I'm sorry. You're you're a racist and a hater and a xenophobe and a homophobe and a transophobe <laughs> and every other phobe. Uh, every phobe you can possibly have, you have it. <laughs> Correct. If you think to yourself, "What about this phobe?" Yes, you're that answer. too. You're yes. that one too. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, I really am amazed that uh, so many athletes at least are speaking out for it it doesn't yeah. it doesn't well and the yeah. ones who haven't get hammered yeah uh, they do but by, by by the vocal crowd but overwhelmingly we can't believe in that right i, mean, I wouldn't think so and you know there are some women who have spoken out about it like uh, martina navratilova who c- kind of blazed a trail for lesbians in women's tennis and uh she is all about women competing against women not women competing against men right and she's getting hammered for it uh people are all hacked off at her because she won't support the trans rights in this it's it's amazing it's absolutely amazing 
Are you looking still looking I, for I, the I, National I, I, Organization for I Women? I can't necessarily see that they're. I haven't found that they're for supporting it, trans. If they're if they're <laughs> not, then it, they should be speaking out. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, how are you not doing that? How, as a feminist, how are you not doing that? It's just bizarre. It sure is. It's just bizarre because you're putting. Uh, I mean. Uh, I don't know what you want to call them, but they're biological men, and you're putting the biological men ahead of the women. That's what you're doing. When you support them in the in the locker room, in the bathroom, and when you support them in women's sports, it just it's not fair and it's not right. And you shouldn't put women and girls in this situation. Fourteen year old girls, in fact, because this school board in Virginia won't move on this on this particular uh, situation. Yeah, this Loudoun County, man. They, they, uh, they're hardcore. Yes, they are. Loudoun County in Virginia. So her parents had to take her out of school. And they, they're homeschooler now because they're like, no, we're not going to have her subjected to boys in, in her locker room. No. And good for them. I mean, that's good for a, them. That's it. But that's a, you know, that's a shock to their system as well. Yeah. I mean, they're obviously putting their children first, which is, which is good, especially in this situation. But, it doesn't, you know, still doesn't fix the problem. No, it doesn't. No. And the problem is the world's gone mad. <laughs> We've gone stark raving mad and nothing makes sense anymore. Except this. Uh, did you see the Cristiano Ronaldo? You know who he is? Yes, I do. do, I do? Soccer player? Oh, yeah. you're. That's right. You're a, you like that this comedy sport, is... don't you? You like, you like soccer. Ronaldo's a superstar, man. That guy's a Big monster. Time. Yeah, he's, he's I mean, he's one got, of the best he's ever. He's got to be worth, I don't know, he may even be a billionaire now. I mean, that guy, everywhere, every, Probably close every, to every country he walks through, they pay him $50 million. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's incredible. Yeah. Now, and this story is being represented like he just threw these Coke bottles away. He uh-huh. did not do that. No. He did not do that. In fact, there's, uh, you know, mm. he's there's pictures of him. Off to the side where he has, you can still see the Coke bottles. Uh, let's you know. here's what he did. Um, here he is at the press conference where the Coke Coke bottles were set out there for him. Watch this. <coughs> so he comes in and sits down. Two Coke do- bottles to his right because they're a sponsor and, of yes, yeah, they're a sponsor. So he grabs the Coke bottles and moves them completely out of sight. <laughs> <laughs> And then holds up. And his, then he says, "Drink water." Yeah, I mean, they drink this, water, not right. Coke. You know what happened to their stock? It went down four billion dollars. Yeah. Four billion after he did that. Couldn't happen to a nicer company, could it? And Coca-Cola said, "You know, everyone is entitled to their drink preferences, and ever that everyone has different tastes and needs." Uh-huh. And so, you know, they're a sponsor of the big event. This was this big uh, um, Euro 2020 soccer tournament. Mm-hmm. And he was, you know, this was before the game against Portugal. But Ronaldo is a, a lot like me and that he has a strict diet and he's... <laughs> Really? Yeah, he's yeah. he's known to avoid yeah, okay. sugary foods and oh. he's, uh, you know, yeah. he, he eats like me six clean meals a day six clean because that helps maintain you know the mm-hmm. the physique and the health <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you know. is that what that does yeah huh yeah we're not that's we're, weird we're a lot, because I mean, ronaldo and i i mean doesn't look like mirror. you're similar at all uh doesn't look like you're on the same regiment at all <laughs> really yeah it doesn't look like it 
from where I sit. But I mean, he's known for that. Because he looks like he's in shape. But uh, That's what I was saying. That yeah, we're, I mean, yeah. Mirror. Whereas you, not so much. <laughs> really? <laughs> really, yeah. That hurts. That's weird. That's I was weird. thinking Ronaldo and I are like. <laughs> no. You're not blood brothers on this, I don't think. I think you're misunderstanding where uh, Ronaldo stands on like food. Before and after kind of thing. But, uh, you know, he's known for that, right? I mean, he's known for yes. for all of that. Seriously. So, Coke can be upset all they want. Ronaldo's like, oh, I don't care. You're still the sponsor. And then, like I said, there's pictures of him. He didn't throw them away. He just slid them out because he didn't want them in front of him. Right, but there's still yeah. pictures off and to I the side of him at that press conference where you see the Coke bottles mm-hmm. and they're there. So Coke still got their sponsorships. And I would like to think that it was because Coke is woke and he was sick of it and he was fed up and so he moved the Coke bottles out of there. But I don't think that I was it. It was the about case. the sugary drink, wasn't right. it? It's too bad. Yeah. Would have been a better story. Well, I mean, just, was, you, know you know what? It is. It is about that. It's about, it is yeah, about, that. It's about it Coke is. being yes, woke. Ronaldo had enough. Okay. I don't know that he's actually been quoted ever yeah. about that at all because he probably hasn't at all. I I think the soccer players stay out of it. Yeah, the, oh, they have to uh, more than the NBA and the NFL. Oh, and, I mean, they have to. Yeah. yeah. So I am trying to eat healthier, and I am. But the thing is, I don't like healthy food. I don't like any of it. You've heard of a fat suit, right? I mean, there's got to be. When are we getting a skinny suit? Something that will make me look skinny because I just want treats all the time i grew up in a bakery for the love of pete the bad news is no skinny suit is coming you actually have to do the work blah 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 that's why i am eating built bars it satisfies my sweet tooth but it's a protein bar but not like you know that's like eating stuff at the bottom of my chalkboard usually this is a hundred percent real chocolate it's low carb low sugar if i'm eating a protein bar as a treat come on you gotta know it's good and i am mint brownie cookies and cream the new flavors that are coming out all the time they're fantastic go to builtbar.com and use the promo code beck 15 for 15 percent off your order your mouth is going to water just looking at them trust me builtbar.com promo code beck 15 the best of the glenn beck program So you were about to uh, tell, tell us, us how uh, much how, Americans how, suck. How bad we suck, yeah. Well, there's a new report on American philanthropy. Last year, we gave zero dollars <laughs> in charity. None. Zero. Oh, I'm sorry. Is that true? I'm sorry. No, uh, I read that wrong. It was a record-breaking year during COVID-19. Can you believe that? Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, that's how much we suck. In spite of an economy... That bottomed it out and saw paychecks slashed and people lose their jobs. Right. What happened? Charitable giving went up by a lot. Uh, the Giving USA report, they do this every year. <clears throat> this came out Tuesday. It revealed that Americans gave a record, get this, $471 billion to charity in 2020. Are you kidding me? Selfish Americans who are rude and fat and lazy and they don't care about anybody or anything but themselves. Right. $471 billion. That is amazing. The Giving USA Foundation said 2020's levels beat 2019's record of $448 billion by 5.1%. 
Thank you for doing the math for us. Appreciate that. This all came as the U.S. economy contracted 3.5%, the worst since 1946, and at a time when tens of millions of jobs were lost, leading to almost 15% unemployment last spring. Remember that? When we thought it might go to 40%? Yeah. yeah. It just, again, that shows you how resilient uh, the United States of America and our free market system is. Uh, and this just shows how giving and caring Americans are. I mean, that's absolutely amazing. You know, this is over and above what the government does. This, these are, fr- are private individuals and corporations giving of their own free will. This isn't tax money that's sucked out of you and then sent overseas to somebody you don't have any say over. This isn't that. This is you deciding, you know what, I'm going to give to the Cancer Foundation or I'm going to give to uh, hungry children in Africa or Southeast Asia or whatever the case may be. Right. According to the AP, estates and foundations led the increase uh giving as they saw more people facing greater needs and concerns spurred on by the pandemic and racial justice protests. Uh, uh, to me, this is phenomenal because I, w- I would have guessed that with the economy the way it was and people losing their jobs the way they were, that charitable giving would have tumbled. I mean, it may have helped. <laughs> Mackenzie Scott g- gave away another $2.7 billion or something like that the other day. So she may have bumped those averages up this year because I think that she had Jeff originally Bezos given, sold uh, yeah flame his his yeah. wife his yeah. ex wife yeah two point seven billion yeah and I think t- wow. in total she's given away I don't know four or five billion already maybe more because she's part of the I'm going to give away all my wealth program before she before she ends it all I don't think her husband has that no. same philosophy no he does not. <laughs> That's, no, like, he, he has you not go ahead and do joined. That pumpkin. When they, I'm not doing it. When they asked him about it originally, when she signed on to the, um, oh, I forget what they call it now, but they asked him about it because Bill Gates and Warren Buffett all signed, all signed on, on to this. And yeah. she signed on. And they asked Jeff about it. And he was like, oh, that's great for her. <laughs> <laughs> you know, good for and her. Good for them. Good for Bill. Good for her. Good for Warren. Good, good for, for her. her. What's her face over there? That's great. She you said in her blog post, though, that she gave this money away because she wanted to de-emphasize privileged voices. And uh, okay, shut she up. focused to others. Shut up. So she gave money to the, uh, the list <clears throat> of uh, 286 organizations that she gave money to. Uh, That's a lot of money, though. I mean, good for her. Correct. Because she doesn't have to do that. Correct. And some will say, well, she's still got another $50 billion. Right. Well, so? She gave away a lot <laughs> of money. No a lot of money. Now, I'm, I'm waiting for the charitable <laughs> donation to the Chewing the Fat Foundation, uh, headed up by Jeff Fisher. Yeah, let McKenzie. me know when that comes in from McKinsey. Because, uh, yeah. I, you know, mm-hmm. willing to help her in that. <laughs> <laughs> me too, frankly. Me too. But I don't I mean, see that forthcoming anytime money. soon. She can do, yeah, what she she can wants. do what she wants with it. And that's great. And that's the whole point of charitable giving. Right. It's not charity. When the government forces it out of your bank account, that's not charity. No, it is not. And, and I know they've made a big deal about uh, Biden and Bernie Sanders. You know, they, they give the very how stingy least. they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's kind of what they believe in. Uh, according to the uh, article I read, of, and this was a couple of months ago during tax season. Of course, tax season just ended yes, Tuesday here uh, in Texas because we got an extra bunch of uh, many two states. Months. It just ended. 
Yeah. Yeah. The ones who were hard hit by yeah. extreme, extreme weather. I There's no way I could get my taxes done because we had four days of really cold weather. I can't. I can't do it. Now, the cold weather was in February and I was supposed to pay in April, but nah, I still couldn't do it. Couldn't get there. I mean, there's a, another tropical storm out there now ready to hit the coast. Right. They should have delayed so. it a little bit longer. <laughs> yes. Uh, but. It's uh, it's uh, amazing that people still give under all of these uh, extenuating circumstances. And it just, again, it shows you who Americans are. And it shows you the fact that they really believe in doing charity, right? not in being forced into giving. We're going to help. If people need the help, we'll mm-hmm. help. Exactly. I mean, we see that all the time with Mercury One. And yes. It's, and it's amazing. This audience has been tremendous in that. Phenomenal. And that's America. I thought you were supposed to say how bad we suck. I thought that was the headline for this. Because I don't feel like we do. Yeah, I don't feel like we do either, actually. It might have been tinged slightly in sarcasm. Oh. Yeah, it might have been. Oh. I know. Sorry to disappoint you because I know you were hoping for a really really bad story on the United States of America. But we lead the world. Uh, every year, of course, in charitable giving, always have in the history of charitable donations. I mean, I know we felt like we've every come year. down off the pedestal thanks to our president on the world stage. But it appears that the rest of the world still waits for America to do something. Yeah, they do. Uh, when when bad things happen or good things happen, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, they all wait for America to help out. And so it's funny how that happens. Isn't it? It's funny how that happens. We we do, you know, suck so bad that uh, you know you hate us and we hate ourselves. But what are you guys going to do? Can you help? Yeah, and we suck so badly that we only gave half a trillion dollars in charity last year. Wow, it's amazing. <laughs> right? It's just absolutely amazing. Now check with uh, other populous nations like China uh, and see what their charitable giving is. Uh, I'd love to see those figures. And oh. And the do-gooders in Europe who always talk about how stingy the United States is. Uh, let's see what their charitable giving looks like. Uh, I think you'll be amazed. Yes, I think so too. Uh, the other thing that is uh, really cool right now is that uh, somebody's phone is ringing, and I don't know who. I, I don't know crazy. where it is, it is. Uh, but it's really distracting. I think. Yeah, it's still going on. I know. I think it's uh, someone brought in a, a briefcase. And it's my phone? I think it is. In my briefcase. I think it is. I don't know. Yeah, where, it's still, it's, not it's mine. still buzzing. All right. We'll have to take care of it here in a minute. Was driving me in. But uh, our governor is fed up with the fact. Thank you, Martin, for taking Thank that you. out of here. It is that. Uh, uh, it is okay. that. Our, our governor is fed up with the fact that the federal government's not doing their job. And, and so he's tired of people sneaking in illegally to the country. We all believe in... Uh, not char- not just charity, but also in legal immigration. And we'd love to share what we have yes. with others who would like to bring their uniqueness and add it to our own. Uh, but we don't appreciate when you sneak in here and we don't know what you intend to do, why you're here, who you are, uh, or what you have in mind. It's just there has to be some kind of order. And That would be nice. Yeah. That would so, be nice. And we'd also like to maybe know a little bit that you want to be in the United States of America, not just come here to disrupt things. Exactly. And that's why uh, Governor Abbott 
has decided we're going to build a border wall. Okay, if you won't do it as the federal government, uh, we're going to pledge $250 million right now to get it started. Build the Texas wall. And build the stinking Texas border wall. And hopefully it'll encircle the state and it'll protect us from everybody coming in here. <laughs> Californians, New Yorkers. I mean, we'll have a big, beautiful door. Yes, we will. Right. We come in. right. We've heard about the big, beautiful door. And that's fine, too. I yes. mean, we want that. We don't want you coming through the big, beautiful door if you're coming from California with your California attitude and values, because that doesn't work here. Okay. Mm. We've adopted recently some of the California yes, attitude, and it's killing the state. That's uh, for sure. Especially in our energy sector. We've got our own grid right now. So what have they decided to do? Since everything was working well, they decided, you know what? Oh, we should do all renewable energy. We're going to invest in solar wind. and wind. Wind. The wind blows all the time, right? Yep. And the sun shines at all times. It's just that you can't see it, but it's still <laughs> shining at night somewhere for somebody. <laughs> We'll collect all those rays. <laughs> and the problem is, you know, they estimate, okay, we'll get 20% from that. No, we got three. We got 3% right. from solar. Right. And it's killing yeah, our grid. You know what? We miscalculated. We miscalculated. I mean, that, and that, that's here. I mean, we've seen it, how it doesn't work in other states. Right. right? I mean, the, the California blackout where they were killing people's power. <laughs> The the guy actually said, "Yeah, man, if we only had another hour of daylight, we'd have made it." Yeah, oh. well, you, you knew that going in, right? <laughs> there's I mean, it, happens. It's, it's going to be nighttime every day. <laughs> every, I mean, there's night. Every right? day. I mean, really, it every happens. Day? Yeah, all the time. Not every 24/7. day. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh come on. Yeah. It gets a little old, <laughs> doesn't it? <laughs> Happening it every does. day. It does. I know. Weird. I mean, it's a big surprise that it's huh. that it got dark out. <laughs> Anyway, so uh, we're being destroyed, which is why we need the border wall to surround completely. Yes. And I want a border wall so high <laughs> that if you're standing on the surface of Mars, you'll be able to see it. I'm uh, all right with that. With the naked eye. Now, I'm not even talking a telescope. You can, you're can you standing on the surface of the Martian planet, and you're looking out towards Earth. Look at that border wall around Texas. Wow, that's that awful. Nice. <laughs> so we'll see. And uh, and maybe some other states will follow our, follow our lead. Like Arizona. They very well might. California and New Mexico. Need to. 